Well, the time now is 6.10 and we are live. I'm Kimberly M. Starks, accredited public relations practitioner and principal consultant of the specialist communications firm, Blue Scorpion Reputation Management. And tonight we are in for another esports treat. We have a panel discussion this evening and I will start to my top left. Tonight we have... Charles Tabor. He is the founder and CEO of Epion Gaming out of North Carolina. And below we have Ron Hamlin and Evan McGraw of Virtual Reload based in South Carolina. And we are going to talk about the upcoming tournament this weekend, Warzone Tournament, Brawl at the Bonfire. Thank you all so much for joining us this evening. Thank you for having You're us. Welcome. Thank, Thank you, for you Kim. Us. Yes. Appreciate well, it. as you all know, because Ron, Evan, you all have been on this platform before, we like to roll out the red carpet for our guests. So because Charles is joining us for the very oh. first time, we're going to start you off, Charles. Please tell us about yourself and tell us oh. all about Epion Gaming. All right, so how, good afternoon, everybody. Like uh, Kim said, my name is Charles Haver, and I am the founder and CEO of Epion Gaming Management. And basically what we are is we are a management company that helps esports organizations and individual players with any type of representation, trying to get sponsorships, endorsement deals, uh, writing contract, negotiating contracts, um, uh producing content and, and things like that. All, all things esports on the behind the scenes is what my company normally uh, handles. Um, as you guys, I don't know if you guys know or not know, but Ron and Evan are one of our clients. And, you know, we work closely with these guys to, you know, try to bring good, you know, uh, esports content, esports coaching is what they're really known for uh, to the, you know, out into the esports world. Um, you know, just do different avenues. Like right now, as you mentioned, we're getting ready to do the uh, Brawl at the Bonfire. And that's one of, you know, one of my clients, uh, Virtual Reload and Las Vegas Inferno that we're, we're putting all together. All right. And at some point this evening, the Las Vegas Inferno also will be joining us. So super excited about that. So thank you again, Charles, for being on this evening. And we also have Ron Hamlin and Evan McGraw of Virtual Reload. So Ron, why don't you start us off? Tell us about Virtual Reload. Yeah, I founded Virtual Reload to be a coaching company and tournament organizer for um, basically high school kids so that we can help them gain the skills and experience for college scholarship learned that there were about 200 schools that were providing scholarships for esports, but there was no pathway to get there from, you know, sophomore, freshman age. So that's what we created to have virtual do. We have several coaches on staff that are available for session by session hiring. We also do group coaching and team coaching. And what about you, Evan? Tell us about you. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Um, last but not least, right? Take the uh, best for last. Yeah, there you go. Oh, right. I like that. <laughs> Thank you, Charles. Appreciate it. Yeah, um, I joined Ron um, as a CEO of Virtual Reload uh, about a year ago, right? Uh, maybe a year and a half. Yeah, about a year and um, a half. Yep. 
And because, uh, you know, I have a background in technology, but, uh, you know, a, a passion for esports and, um, you know, helping others, obviously. So, um, you know, our, my goals with Ron aligned very well with, you know, trying to find uh, opportunities for, um, you know, the youth of, of tomorrow to uh, have other opportunities at the next level. Um, and the, uh, the esports, um, the foundation in general, at the high school and middle school level, were just uh, completely lacking. It, it, it practically doesn't exist at this point. And uh, yeah, I, I saw a great opportunity for us to be able to to help the next generation of um, you know, esports player, uh, gamer, athlete, uh, whatever you like to to call it, um, to have some uh, additional opportunities at the next level. Uh, while there are some, uh, you know, colleges that are out there that are currently offering uh, scholarships for esports, there is an untold amount of colleges that aren't. And there are so many different titles that um, you have, there are capabilities of offering scholarships for that um, the possibilities are almost endless. And, uh, you know, we, I just saw an opportunity to, to help out Ron and uh, further his mission with Virtual Reload when I heard his story about how he he founded uh, Virtual Reload and, um, and the impetus behind it. Uh, I, it just was something that I had to be a part of. And um, it has been a great journey and uh, I would love to have been a part of it. And we're only going to go um, you know, up from here. There's so much that we can do for the esports community in general. And uh, Ron, I'll get it out of the way early. Uh, I say this during every uh, meeting, but uh, a rising tide floats all boats, right? So uh, <laughs> the more people that are uh, involved in this mission, you know, we, um, we've gone uh, so far with uh, the help of Charles and of course with the help of you, Kim, with Blue Scorpion that, um, you know, we've already made so many uh, strides uh, in the, uh, the esports industry. And there are so many people out there that are left to help that, um, you know, we really appreciate your help, Kim, and your help, Charles. So, um, you know, the more folks that we can get involved in, uh, in esports and virtual reload and, and um, uh, things like that, the, the better, so. That's great. And you're absolutely right that the possibilities in esports are endless, uh, but repetition is always a good thing, right? So yeah. we've been on this track in talking about video gaming and esports for well over a year on our platforms, our Facebook Live, and our podcast. But in your own words, share with us for our new listeners and viewers what is esports? Do you guys want to go first or do you well, guys want uh, me to go? Before we start, we have someone else <laughs> entering the chat. So let's see who no. this is and give them the, the proper introduction. Oh, he'd be the best person to Jared, ask that question. That's the that. best okay. person, Jared. <laughs> oh, the best person. All right. He'll give the you one, a better. The one who doesn't want to show his face. <laughs> Come on, Jared. I think we'll show, all show have that different... backlit room. I think we'll have all different opinions on what esports is. I have a totally different view. Really? Yes. All right. Can't hmm. wait to hear it. Well, we're going to put Jared on the spot. So, Jared, are we you ever here? Decide to, uh... Yes. Hello. Hello. Uh, Apologies. There, oh, there we go. Hi. There, there is Jared. There it is. Hey. <laughs> Clean shave and all. How are you this evening? Doing well. How about yourself? <laughs> Doing well. You came in at a perfect time because we were just going through introductions. <laughs> so we're rolling out the red carpet for you, Jared. Please tell us about yourself. Well, uh, I've been consulting with uh, Game Day Esports for uh, about a year, year and one month now. Um, 
I'm also the uh, director of esports operations over at Virtual Reload. Uh, my career started about 12 years ago um, in the esports industry. I started out as a player before transitioning more to the support, like back end role within the industry itself, and uh, looking to give back to uh, the players that are coming up and uh, really start incorporating myself in these systems that just did not exist when I was starting my career. Yeah, you've had a long career, so that's pretty cool, and I can't wait to hear more about it. So before we jump into the conversation of uh, the Warzone tournament uh, brawl at the bonfire, the question that I've asked is, what is esports? And the reason I, I asked that is because we have our Facebook Live platform. We also have a podcast, and this is what we talk about on a bi-weekly basis. So everyone has a different response as it relates to esports. So I would love to hear from you all. What is esports? <laughs> I, I think what is esports is the same question as uh, what is basketball? What is football? I, I think it's it's entertainment through competition. Uh, I think that it's vague and all encompassing, but uh, that, that, that's my approach to it. <laughs> right. And Ron, what about you? Uh, similar idea, right? Um, but I also see it as opportunity. Um, if from the perspective of all, if you were to just look at all sports as, as an entity of, you know, any and every sport you could play, I always like to say that esports is a level playing field. There are not many situations where you could not perform in esports at the same level as any any other human being. So I'm I'm considering like the handicap, right? And those who don't have full functionality or whatever their situation might be that prevents them from being quote unquote very 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 wide close when I say normal, right? Um, because they have controllers that allow you to you know use your head if that's the only thing you can move to to use to use it and everything like that. So there is, it is a level playing field as far as the competitors and anybody can compete at pretty much the same level as anybody else. Whereas when it comes to the physical sports, you know, they do have the special Olympics. So there is that opportunity for people with handicaps to perform, but again, they're in a very separate category. They're not performing with the same people who are, who have full capabilities of their bodies. Um, so that, so esports provides that opportunity for everybody. And then it also opens up doors to people who don't have the same kind of opportunities as others. So if you're a game, if you're a player, you're really, really good at games and you're probably not playing, or if you're not playing another sport, then esports provides a vehicle for education and uh, economic growth. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll continue the, the theme of virtual reload uh, folks, and then I'll hand it off to you, Charles, but uh, you know, Ron is actually absolutely right. Esports is a great equalizer. Um, you know, you don't have to necessarily be as dependent on your athletic abilities or your natural um, stature to be really good at esports. Um, but you know, I, at at its basis component, uh, it is e-electronic sports, right? Uh, anything that can be done digitally. We like to refer to the other sports, the more traditional sports, as the analog sports. Um, but it's essentially, uh, you know, competitive video gaming. Um, there are some video games that don't quite fit the criteria, I believe, of esports, which are um, you know, more individual games and things like that. But uh, you know, I believe that uh, esports are the um, the video games that you can play in a competitive level against um, you know multiple other people uh, in order to provide entertainment, as uh, you know, Jared had mentioned. So there's got to be a, that competitive component um, aspect of it for me, anyway. Charles. 
Oh, okay. So I see esports as totally different than those three. Yes, I see it on a level, you know, on a gaming, you know, competitive side. But to me, esports is a big digital marketing campaign platform because how esports that and marketing campaign and a avenue for future entrepreneurs. And the reason I see that is because within esports, as far as how I go back to my first um, answer or answer, um, esports and how esports are funded are mainly based by companies wanting to advertise on a jersey, on a stream, on some type of whatever you have a company wants to you know put their logo on. That's why you have a lot of these companies now like. Louis Vuitton's come out. Obviously, crypto's getting into it, and they, they see the opportunity because they're they, they're able to advertise their product through video games, through through um, content, through different type of things within esports. Um, so, I, I think that's how I see esports is it's just a big digital marketing, right? That's it, it's it's a big digital marketing. Yes, like football and traditional sports are sponsored by some teams too, but you know they're are not as dominant as esports are, are dominant heavy like esports are uh, for funding. And for the second part, it's a great opportunity for entrepreneurs. Anybody that wants to start a business, anybody that wants to, you know, have that business mentality that wants to, you know, be their own boss, esports gives them that platform because there's so many different things within esports that you can do for your own, you know, to be your own boss graphic designer, uh, illustrator, uh, editor, uh, um, camera person, um, production, producing crew, anything like that. Esports gives is a, is a better chance for you to be your entrepreneur than trying to get into anything else. So those are that's what I see esports is. I mean, granted, I love video games. I still play it. But as esports mm-hmm. in general, just, you know, I see it more as a, a big digital marketing yep. platform and a great way to get into, you know, being your own boss and for entrepreneurs to get in. Yeah. You're looking at it from more from the industry standpoint. Yes. Like esports as an industry. Industry. I completely agree. And, uh, you know, esports has a lot of things in common with, um, uh, you know, Bitcoin and uh, Polydoge, for example. You know, it's really breaking the mold as far as, uh, you know, emerging uh, industries are concerned. And, you know, while it does have a lot of similarities to the more traditional sports uh, you know, the, the rule set isn't, you know, uh, set in stone right now. You know, there are people who are emerging and, um, you know, creating their careers in esports that are not going the traditional route. And, you know, while there might be some opportunity to create that more traditional route, which is what we're trying to do with Virtual Reload, um, it, it is a great opportunity for folks to be able to, you know, go the non-traditional route and, and um, you know, really represent themselves and go from, you know, rags to riches in, in a particular industry, especially if they have the talent for it. So true. So I love what both of you all said. There's so many avenues, virtual reload in the traditional route, the, the high school to college path with uh, the opportunity to uh, gain a scholarship. And then the uh, other route where you can have the opportunity to be your own boss, like you said, Charles. And particularly the digital marketing aspect, you are so spot on. And as it relates to advertising, this will be a perfect opportunity to shout out the sponsors of this weekend's uh, tournament, which is Polydoge and Game Day. 
Uh, so shout out to Polly Doge and Game Day. And, and Jerry, you're a part of Game Day. Uh, so tell us, Jared, how uh, Game Day plays into all that Ron and Charles has just talked about. Well, uh, I think Game Day uh, definitely enjoys uh, VR's approach to esports and as a, in, in general. It's, a, you know, we're definitely supportive of, you know, the pipeline, as you will, uh, of high school talent making it on to the next level. Um, there isn't really a set path in place, uh, a, a path of progression for young talent to make it to that next level of being, you know, a nationwide or a globally recognized uh, phenom. And, and realistically, uh, for, for people like me that's been around since the inception of esports, uh, it wasn't always the case. Uh, originally, there were really set in stone grassroots systems and uh, leagues in place that were kind of like a feeder system to these more professional avenues. Um, we recognize that virtual reload is trying to inhibit growth, um, promote growth in, in ways that uh, we haven't seen in quite some time in the esports landscape. So it, it was really a no brainer being a fan of the old school grassroots systems and being able to see this young talent not only look at further education as an opportunity through esports, but also careers. You're absolutely right. Um, and I, I love that fact about virtual reload. We just had Michael Cox to join us this evening. Hi, Michael. Michael. How Hi, how's it going? How are you all? How's <laughs> good, good to see everybody. Hi. Good, good. You too. Thank you. Good, good. Michael is the COO of the Las Vegas Inferno. So, Michael, we want to roll out the red carpet for you. Tell us a little bit about the Inferno and your role. Absolutely. Well, um, apologies for being a little late. Just uh, kind of had some scheduling conflicts come up and stuff like that. So just want to first apologize for that one. Um, in regards to me and Inferno, Inferno is recognized as the esports team of Las Vegas, and we have been here since early 2020, uh, January, pretty much right on the dot, uh, ever since after a rebrand. And to give you a little insight to what I do, if um, Inferno is doing anything as far as events, um, making it like uh, community events here locally in Las Vegas, anything as far as anywhere between working with the Knights, the Raiders, the Aviators, depending on whatever it may be, I kind of handle my hands are in those buckets to kind of see where that process and make sure that, that process goes in the right direction. All right. That's pretty cool. And the Las Vegas Inferno that you all had a major announcement uh, a couple of weeks ago. So congratulations on your achievements and all that's to come. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Thank you. So we also had someone else to join Brian, but it looks like he left. So he may be coming back. Now, one of the things that we have to ask you, Michael, as we start this conversation, uh, so you came in right on time, uh, we all know or have our own interpretation of what esports is, but we want to hear it from you in your own words. Interpretation of esports. Okay. Um, it's such a like it's a very broad question because considering uh, the background and the experience that I've come, because uh, the, the the face and the young face presumes otherwise in regards to my age. Yeah, <laughs> retaining the youth here. Um, I've seen um, 
esports grow at its infancy like we're talking like not bare bones like the stone age but pretty much in that bronze silver age of esports grow ever since competitive halo um cs like the the og uh, counter-strike days and stuff like that came so my interpretation of esports is um an ever nurturing and ever growing experience for not only for the competitors, for, but from a mainstream viewing perspective, it changes wildly from a day to day. It, 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 one thing can happen one day and something else will happen the next in regards to causing a, a, a seismic event of, of proportions in, in a positive stream. And what I mean by that is one day uh, a call of duty event is going to be like very bare bones and stuff like that, like the one that we're hosting. And then all of a sudden it gets the right necessary traction from one competitor and stuff like that. And then it blows up to a, a spectacle of viewership that nobody could ever see. Got it's, it. It's, what I to define that is it's very seismic activity. It could be very, be very low in the spectrum and it could be very big in a matter of seconds. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And we had someone else to join, so I want to make sure to roll out the red carpet for you, Brian Sage. So tell us, tell us about yourself and your role in this weekend's tournament. Well, first and foremost, I just want to apologize for being a little bit tardy here. We had uh, some of our colleagues have, have come down with the COVID-19, so we've been... Uh, I've been manning a lot of different battle stations today, so I apologize mm -hmm. that I'm late, but... Oh, my name is uh, Brian Sage. I'm the creative director and events producer for Polydoge. Um, and if you're not familiar with what Polydoge is, Polydoge is a digital currency with uh, one of the most uh, vibrant communities on the powerful uh, Polygon network, uh, offering like a wide variety of interaction to its holders um, in the form of like NFTs, apps, airdrops, and access to different like DeFi uh, platforms uh, ready to use on Polygon. So we're like truly a DeFi, uh, like for the masses, I guess you could say with like our fingers in lots of different pies. Um, and we are so happy to be able to partner with you guys and come on and sponsor um, your event. And I'm so happy that it's, that it's worked out. We were just talking uh, or giving you a shout out just before uh, you came on. So oh, fantastic. Yeah. So Charles, you brought everyone together, which is like really dope. So talk about how you were able to coordinate all of this. Well, I'm not, I can't take credit for bringing Brian and Polly those in. I have to give credit <laughs> to Ron for that one. Ron created that, Ron created that uh, relationship and then brought me in on the back end. And, you know, I talked to Brian, just kind of gave him an explanation of how, um, what was going on and they loved it. And, and, and here they are today. Uh, but, the, how I kind of brought everybody together is uh, between Virtual Reload, Las Vegas Inferno, and I can't take credit all credit for game day because that was also Jared as well, who's also part of Virtual Reload. But, um, you know, me me being, you know, representing Virtual Reload and Las Vegas Inferno, I, I, I was just thinking, like, how can we get in, how can I get, you know, my two clients involved in, in esports a little bit more, something a little bit different. So what we end up, what I ended up doing was I'd seen a lot of like tournaments and things like that where organizations would try to put on their own tournaments. And I was just like, well, wait a minute. I have Las Vegas Inferno, the official Las, you know, the official esports team of Las Vegas in one pocket. I have Virtual Reload who does everything back in production wise, casting, coaching. I said, well, why don't I just bring them together 
and pitch this tournament to them and see what they think. So obviously I had a meeting with Ron. I kind of broke it down, explained to him. They were all on board. And then I had a meeting with Michael and uh, his crew at Las Vegas Inferno. And they're like, yeah, we're on board. So I ended up bringing them together. We got into a chat. We've been in one since then um, and just kind of really brainstorm and, um, you know, discover how are we going to really, you know, do this? Everybody was everybody was involved. Everybody had their opinions and we all came together and we came up with Brawl at the Bonfire. And what Brawl at the Bonfire really is, it's not just one different type of tournament. You know, everybody likes to gather at a bonfire. So we're like, hey, come and gather and then we'll just play games. And that's kind of how our thinking is about it. Um, we, we plan on doing a lot more, you know, different tournaments outside of this. This is just our very first one. Um, and then, as, as I mentioned, Jared, who's a part of game day, was like, hey, I may have somebody, you know, uh, a sponsor. Because we wasn't the, the first this first tournament. We wasn't looking for sponsors. We were pretty much just like, all right, let's see what we can do. Right. Let's put everything together. And it just gained traction really, really fast. You know, Las Vegas Inferno does a very good job at marketing and, and putting things out on, on Twitter and Instagram, things like that. So they did a very good job of, you know, promoting the tournament and things like that. I had a meeting with Game Day um, and just showed them, like, look, this is what we're, what we're going to do. This is what we're planning on doing. And they, they loved the idea. And they was like, yeah, we want to be a part of it. And then same thing when I had my meeting with Brian. Just kind of broke it down. Our plans now, our plans for the future like you guys are doing something, you know, um, you know, that's 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 big. That's big. There. People love tournaments. Right. When you think of esports, people love the competitive nature. And that's what we kind of want to bring. And we we kind of geared it toward not the, the professional, the big time, the ones that, you know, that's been out there, but more of a, a casual where where maybe they couldn't get into these big like Twitch rival tournaments, but they can get into our tournament and win some good money, have fun, and you know, and compete. And I don't know if it's been announced yet, but we do have some other we do have another surprise out there. But I'm not going to I don't think I should say it yet because it hasn't been announced yet. But, you know, we're 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 outside the box thinking on everything that we do. This is exactly what you know, we don't we want to kind of steer away from the traditionals, you know, casters talking and then you jump into the game and things like that. We've got some stuff planned outside of the box with this tournament that should be probably announced sometime today that will be uh, rolling out here. All right. That well, that's like kind of how everything be announced here. <sighs> Let's announce it here. <laughs> Who wants to make the executive decision on this one? Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Who wants to do it? Evan, Ron, Mike, Jared. Ron. Brian, you know about it. We, <laughs> you guys are you guys are sponsor, one of the sponsors for the big for the for the big show. You guys want to? So we announce it now. So we just say it. I, go ahead, if Michael's. If Michael's okay with it, Mike, you okay with we'll it? We'll see. Why not? All right. I'm so make the news right here. Let's go for right. it. So one thing that we are doing um, that like no other organization, at least for online tournaments, has done is we're going to have a live pregame show. So we have Las Vegas Inferno's very own DJ Joe Green, who's the law, who's the DJ for the Oakland Raiders, the DJ for the Golden Knights, and the DJ for the Aces is going to is going to come on 30 minutes before the tournament and do a live DJ session where people can join in, they can give requests and just listen to some music. You know, it's something different. Most tournaments that, that comes off are you have your casters talking and you're like, okay, I just want to see the accent. But now we're getting you know, bringing music within esports right now, right? We're doing something different. We're bringing a live performance in esports and having a live DJ perform 
right there before the event. And, um, and another way, you know, we, we thought about this is, yes, there's going to be his fans when he announced it are going to come and watch. And now they may not know, like, what is esports? What is he, what is he really doing? They're going to hang around and kind of see what this really is all about. And maybe we get a couple of fans out of this as well. So, you know, we're thinking outside the box, you know, with, with this tournament and different tournaments, we've already talked around, we've talked a little bit today is, you know, this is not going to be the last, you know, thing that we're going to do. That's going to be something different within esports and tournaments. Yeah. And on that note, um, most of the events that you watch that are esports, as Charles just got done saying is it's all about that one event that they're that they're doing right there's nothing externally being watched to entertain the viewers before after or during the show so having dj joe green in here brings a really new fresh look to an esports tournament yeah that is exciting so yeah looking forward to that and so break down for us uh the warzone tournament brawl at the bonfire break down the mechanics or the details, uh, what day, time, how we can find you, all of those details. Well, it's going to be Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Uh, we currently have around 28 teams, at least. There might be more since I last looked at the count. Uh, we can have up to 49 total in the in the event. We're going to we're going to do a three round uh, kill race, somewhat, but play, based on your ranking in the 28 or 50, whatever number of teams there will be will determine a multiplier by your number of kills. And then we're going to do that three times. And it's going to be a private lobby. So they're just those teams against each other and that's it. And at the end of those three rounds, then there will be determined a first, second, and third place winner overall based on points. And we are going to now, now with Poly Dojo's sponsorship, we're going to be able to give out 700 first place, 200 to second place, and $100 to the third place. Nice. And this is uh, Call of Duty. It is Call of Duty Warzone. Right. Specifically, yes. Yes. And uh, we can be found. We have a Twitch brawl at the bonfire. And other than that, what are we just our individual socials, Virtual Reload or Las Vegas Inferno or Poly Doge or Game Day Esports? Those are the different sponsors. What about Discord? How can we watch you on Discord? so we've got uh, our short URL for Discord, discord.io slash virtual reload. That's where we're going to be managing this particular event. That might change in the future. We've been talking about that internally, but for this event, it, can, it will be communicated on our Discord. This is awesome. So the orchestration of this event, the DJing and the uh special features that you all have for this Sunday. It's all exciting. And uh, particularly your presence as well as a sponsor, uh, Brian, with Poly Doge. Talk about why all of this matters, because what you all are doing is something very different in the industry. Yeah, absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head uh, right there. We're uh, Poly Doge is not just another uh meme coin i guess out there kind of in the ether what we're trying to do is is to become uh not only not only a community uh coin but also a community that does lots of different things and so one of the departments um that we've been really developing out has been our esports um, and this is actually, um, the first time we've been able to like partner with a, a, anyone, um, since it's relatively new, it's only, we've only been kind of doing this for about two months 
And so through the like long polluted stream of relationships, we kind of heard a little bit about Ron and what he does over virtual reload. And after chatting with him and some of his colleagues and seeing the amazing things that they're doing with coaching um, and uh, seeing sort of an extension of our own vision, we were like, we have to... we, we were like, we have to be a part of this and uh, have to know a little bit more. And so digging a little bit deeper, um, our head of uh, eSports, Jordan Charters, who unfortunately couldn't be here, he's uh, taken, taken ill. Um, but uh, Jordan and I, I think, have jumped, on the oppor- jumped at the opportunity to be able to come in. And um, I th- think we kind of took you guys by storm, actually, by <laughs> saying, hey, we want to we kind of like do... Uh, something special with you guys and see what we can offer you immediately. Um, and I mean, this was, this has happened so quickly. I think we put it all together just earlier this week, like a couple days ago. So two it's, day, like a day ago, right? I think yeah, it went yeah, down we were, yesterday or two days. We, ago, yeah. we were kind of like shooting by shooting from the hip here, but we wanted to make sure that we uh, could get out there and could uh, have a presence there um, to kind of support and uplift the amazing, amazing things that virtual reloads doing in the community. And also this incredible event that's connecting people from all over um in uh this tournament setting so excited to be here and we're excited to we're expanding on our own at polydoge into lots of different areas and we're excited to kind of have this be one of those big uh first steps in the right direction at at least with our uh esports so we're so happy to be on board that's good and you said it you said it so right brian this is an opportunity for people to connect from around the globe and so jared by from you being in the industry for so long, I'm sure that you've been able to see the progression of esports from where it was when you were a player to what it is that you all have coordinated now. So now that you're a sponsor and you are involved with the tournament itself, talk a little bit about that progression as you see it. I mean, it's it. It's beyond comprehension from where I ever thought it could be. Uh, You know, when I first started out as a player, it it was relatively unheard of to have any organization travel across seas to compete. And now we're in such a globalized market within the same industry. Um, It's astonishing how far the overall industry has progressed in the last 10 years. Um, You know, we we've got, such great opportunities for sponsorships when before it was you're playing for bragging rights or you know a spot on a leaderboard and now you know there's actual careers being made in an industry not just at the corporate level of the advertisers and the marketing and things of that but the actual players are carving out a a path where they can just really excel and make a living you're, you're absolutely right. And as it relates to the, the U.S. market, Michael, the Las Vegas Inferno, you all are sitting in the capital of esports play, right? Am I, am I right on that? Definitely one of them. Um, we're definitely growing and expanding in-house in regards to our own roof because um, multiple teams, uh, one of the biggest uh, games here out of the city right now is Rainbow Six, um, is being held here big time in Las Vegas. Um, also, we have the HyperX Esports Arena here that hosts a, a variety of different tournaments, which is actually a mainstream venue that we work with from time to time and where our Rocket League team competes monthly uh, on a monthly basis too. So, um, 
if not, we are becoming uh, one of, if not the biggest hub for esports and uh, in-person venue options, um, because we've we spanned for the, this has been a couple of years ever since Ninja came into town with his big event, and it's just it's grown ever since. That is really cool. Now, as it relates to Sunday's tournament, in terms of the level of uh, gameplay uh, that's needed, are you? Is there a prerequisite, if you will? Do you need to be a pro or can you uh, just, you know, register and just play? I think that's that's the thing. We we want to make sure everybody can can come and play. So anybody can just come and register. There is no you need to be at this skill level. You need to be at this skill level. It's uh, you come in and everybody's just come in and play and have fun. That's kind of what our, our goal was because there are the big tournaments out there that that's held on Twitch rivals. And, you know, kids are like, Oh, I want to play this. I can't never get into the tournament. So that's another reason behind our tournament is give the average, the, the average, you know, gamer an opportunity to come out and, and play and, and compete on a level and just see what they have. Right. They, it may, it may turn them into a different career path. You never know. So, you know, we're given that opportunity as well to be, you know, maybe this is something I want to do or maybe like, oh, maybe this is not what I want to do. Right. Because it's free entry, you know, thanks to Polydose and Game Day Esports, you know, we're able to offer, you know, a free entry into this tournament and you can win some money. So why not? You're not, you know, all it is is this little bit of your time. If you enjoy playing the game, why not come and try to give your chance to, to win some money? And it doesn't get any better than that when you can have free entry and win a prize. So, yeah, talk about the uh, prize pool. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. So um, uh, Game Day Esports, you know, was our original title sponsor to, to come in, you know, and say, hey, yeah, we want to you know, provide something for this tournament. And then as you, you heard, uh, we had a conversation with Brian a couple of days ago. So, hey. We like what you're doing. We want to throw some money in the pot as well. So we're like, hey, well, there we go. You know, we had original, we had original pot of five hundred dollars, and with with Brian and and Polydose coming in, says that we 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 want to be a part of this as well. Um, we upped the pot to a thousand dollars. So now it gives you know first place. I believe we're doing seven hundred bucks to win for first place, um, two hundred bucks for second, and a hundred bucks for uh, for third. So you have an opportunity to come in and make some some money without even. Uh, putting in a dime, you know, just sit down at your desk, something that you do every day, probably anyways, for the average gamer and, and have, have a chance to come and win some money. I wish I could play. Can't win your own tournament, Charles. Yes, <laughs> I have to bow out and say, I don't want to, I don't want to take everybody's money right now. Um, no, I, I'll probably get smashed in this game, but um, you know, that's what it is. It, it's geared toward just the, the casual gamer. Um, if there's pro players in here, you know, it gives the casual gamer like, oh, I need to step my game up. Let me see if I can, you know, take out some of these pro players. Um, so, yeah, we just we just have this is a casual um, uh, gamer and yeah. to the pros. And I yeah. want to say something to that, too. Um, the the vision of virtual reload being the pipeline from um, amateur or or high school, whatever level you even call that to the professional scene. Um, this is one of those bridges that we can provide where anybody and everybody can come along and play and then, you know, maybe potentially get scouted depending on who's watching, depending on, you know, they might be able to prove themselves against a team like LVI, you know, being involved in the tournament themselves so that they can say, Hey, I beat them or I did, I did better than them and, and be able to get something added to their resume. Yeah. That, that is a great point. Uh, the, the opportunities for you to showcase your skill set are fewer and far between when there isn't a, that foundation that exists already. 
So this being one of those opportunities, you know, we're, we're really happy to be able to uh, help bring it into existence. Yep. I, so, there's one thing too, if, if I might uh, add, yeah. there's one thing that really um, impressed us was with the information that uh, virtual reload that you guys have been able to provide uh, and that you provide to uh, your, uh, to the people that you coach and, and whatnot on um, things like scholarship opportunities as well. Things that people maybe didn't even know existed. Um, in fact, until a couple of days ago, when we had that conversation, I did not know that there were, you know, 200 colleges that were giving away scholarships for esports. And I mean, this is the kind of information that sh- I think should be out there in the world at tournaments like this, because not, o- not only is it like a tournament where people can come and play and whatnot, but I think uh, being exposed to some of these other things and having access to information like that is going to be a huge, uh, huge thing for uh, your community and and it's one of the things that uh, attracted that we really liked as well um, and are excited to be able to kind of like help facilitate in any way we can. That is great. Um, yeah, uh, Brian, I had mentioned it before you, you'd hopped on, but um, the, the emerging esports industry and crypto uh, have a lot of similarities. Uh, you know, they're mm-hmm. both market disruptors. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the fact that um, esports to up, up until this point hasn't followed the more traditional path of uh, you know, the traditional athletics uh, just means that there's a greater opportunity out there for everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they're not just giving away the, uh, <laughs> the scholarships. You got to <laughs> earn them. You got to earn them. <laughs> so, uh, so put the work in, get, get coached up. So for, for you, Michael, and, and help me to uh, ex- explain when it comes to the teams that have signed up for this weekend's tournament, are those teams playing against the Inferno as the metric for how well they are as gamers? Um, as from, from a competitive standpoint, we, we do have a few, few people involved in the tournament that will uh, make you sweat, as we like to say, in, in, in try-hard lobbies and stuff like that. But uh, from, a, from a standard of perspective, we only have a couple of players that are more of our casual content creator bases that are going to be competing. Um, myself and Gillian, anybody won't be competing on that level of stuff, but we do have a, a few surprises as far as the competition comes as far as brackets. Um, so we're excited about, about that. To, to give you all a little bit of a competitive spe- uh, surprise when it comes Uh-oh. to, to the I'm, I can't wait to see this one. Yeah. <laughs> and if anybody is worried, I am definitely not participating. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, Evan? Jared, on the other hand. I don't even think I own a copy of the game, to be honest. <laughs> Jared could <laughs> probably enter by himself. And just beat everybody. <laughs> uh, to to kind of give you a little tease, we um, somebody in this room helped get a, a specific professional team to mm-hmm. uh, to to compete. So we're excited to. Uh, to oh yeah, to I forgot about that. We 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 uh, we got we got some 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 high gear talent ready to to throw down for for a pot at the end of the day. So we're excited to see some some staggering competition go down Sunday. All yeah. right. Definitely should be good. Definitely should be good. Yeah. And what else could you participate who? against a, a team like that? Can can we can we say who the team is? Nope. No. We're, we're, we're keeping that. We're, we're keeping that under wraps. For now. <laughs> Secret. 
Okay. I had to ask. (laughs) That's a secret we can't put out there. I mean, I I now I remember the team. I, you know, I can't put that. I put the DJ out there, but I can't put this information. Okay. (laughs) Got it. Got it. That's, that's classified G4 information right now. (laughs) If we want the class, if we want to know for Sunday and and know the uh, classified information, that means that we all need to register. And what is that registration link again? virtualreload.com slash brawl at the bonfire all right for the war zone tournament nice nice so in in line with what you've just said michael um it sounds like uh there's an opportunity for a lot of flexibility not just for this weekend's tournament but for what you all have coming up for the future and Industry-wide, the esports industry just being agile and being able to, you know, roll with the punches. This past year, all of us have experienced such a, a huge change in our lives, and uh, and it shaped, you know, how we move. And and esports has been able to navigate past all of this. So, talk about, you know, what you all foresee for what you're doing in the future together and what you all have on the horizon individually for your own businesses. Yeah, I'll go ahead and kick it off in regards to, we have a lot. And when I say a lot, that that's kind of barely even scratching the surface of things on, on our plate that we, um, in regards to our own competitive atmosphere with our teams and stuff like that, that I can't necessarily talk about right now. Um, but we have a lot of plans, a lot of things happening that's under the surface. And given, given the atmosphere that the past year, almost 16 months now, has given us uh, that we, we've kind of been put under a little bit of pressure to really excel in regards to a, an, an unsix, like an, a very capped and linear process of trying to recruit, trying to get events starting out and stuff like that. But now we're starting to t- uh, get things picked back up and getting out there and getting the word in regards to our competitive teams, like our Rocket League team, which is our biggest competitive team right now um, that will be competing every month. Um, we'll also be doing more events um, with um, with Epion mm-hmm. Charles and Virtual Reload in the foreseeable future, because this has been a lot of fun to, to really do. Um, but other than that, we're, uh, we'll, we'll keep you we'll keep you on the edge as far as uh, some some <laughs> yeah, there's some stuff out there. Oh, yeah. There's some really good stuff at Vegas Inferno, right on Twitter. Yep, um, on at Vegas Inferno everywhere as far as our socials, including TikTok too. So we're everywhere. Nice, nice. So um, Polydo in and of itself has got a lot of things cooking, but I think I'll focus in on what we're doing with the esports. Um, Because there is a couple things that I can tease, uh, which is kind of exciting. Um, So we've got, uh, we're uh, doing all these strategic partnerships with uh, lots of different companies to do amazing things. And one of those companies is GamerDrive, which is an online events platform. And so um, we're going to be at our first first GamerDrive GamerDrive event, um, which is this Saturday. Um, It's Digicon 4. Uh, that's being put on by Splinterlands. Um, and there we're going to be airdropping um, some NFTs that in the future, coming down the pipeline when uh, Polydoge comes out with its own game, um, those NFTs will have uh, special, will be uh, special key card access codes uh, to uh, what we're doing in our gaming. 
uh, stuff. So they'll, you'll have access to certain levels of uh, different things there. And those are going to be randomly airdropped. So um, at Digicon 4, and then uh, we're throwing our first event um, that's an, a, a networking event that's going to go over the two weeks that the Olympics are going to be on. So from July 23rd to August 8th, um, again, on through GamerJive, through the platform, we're hosting with GamerJive an event uh, that's uh, mostly geared towards networking, but there's going to be a lot of uh, airdrops of tokens just like that, that in the future you'll be able to use in our um, esports and our gaming uh, network stuff. So I can't tell you what those games are going to be, but I can <laughs> tell you that they are coming and that... Uh, a lot of secrets super- today. I know we're super, <laughs> it's a lot, a lot of things cooking, a lot of things cooking everywhere. It sounds like. Um, but so that's kind of, uh, what our future immediate future for the rest of the summer kind of looks like got a lot more things coming in the fall. I think we'll see a big, uh, poly doge convention, which will probably be a virtual event so that people can attend from around the world as well. Um, where there will be not only information about what we're doing with our esports, but also some of the other, um, uh, big projects that we've got going on. The other big one that uh, I'm not sure how many people are too familiar, but we just did a big partnership with the Ferrum Network, um, which is uh, kind of a big uh, partnership between uh, the two different companies on the blockchain. So um, lots of big things coming from us, uh, but I guess we'll, I could talk forever about the stuff that we've got <laughs> going on because I've been working, <laughs> working, working all day, all day, every day for the last three months, uh, putting stuff together. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Brian, we're going to have an NFT panel. So I would love to invite you back on for us to have that uh, conversation. So, oh, that uh, would be great. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, let me just let me just give a shout out about Gamer Driver real quick as a third party. So Brian's coming from the internals of it. Um, I have attended several gamer job events and it is an incredible space. You basically are an avatar inside a 3D world where you can interact with other people that are there using their avatars. They set up voice channels. You can private chat. It's really an amazing space. It's like your ultimate virtual event space. You can set up, they have, they have vendors set up booths and you can walk into that booth and it creates its own voice channel and everything. So it's really, really cool. And I'm excited to be, I think we're going to have a vendor table at the Olympics event as well ourselves. So, yep, they, uh, you guys will be there. So, in fact, I think I just sent you that link. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to set it up. Lots of lots of partnerships again with you guys and and with lots of other people. So, uh, connecting networks uh, around the world is is what I'm all about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I'll go and say, you know, as, as BR and uh, Vegas Inferno are, are my clients, we definitely have some big stuff that we're, we're working on towards the future, not just with this brawl at the bonfire. Um, there's a couple of things I'm working with the Las Vegas Inferno on to that can, can really be big. And, you know, same thing with Virtual Reload. We got some stuff that's coming up that we're in, in the works um, that, that's going to be that's going to be big. Yeah, obviously, like I said, we we're thinking outside the box on a lot of this stuff. You know, the, within esports, everybody is kind of still doing the exact same thing over and over and over again, and we're not going to do that because you know you want we want to be the pioneers of this this thing like this this tournament. Even though it's been done, as you have mentioned, it's not been done on the level that we're we're doing it. Like the live DJ show, you know, we're going to have some different advertising and then there. So, you know, after this meeting, we're jumping into a production meeting and we have to make sure all the all the bugs and stuff are going to be fixed so we can run this flawlessly. But yeah, 
Absolutely. You know, um, we're, we're definitely, you know, COVID has definitely helped esports in general because it made everybody sit their butts at home and didn't pay attention <laughs> to it. And they're like, oh, this is what it is. Uh, you know, we want to capitalize on that. So we're, we're definitely going to, you know, one of our one of our big projects that we're thinking of, and I'm not going to kind of give it away is, you know, we want to hold a, a big, big land event, in-person land event. Um, that's going to be something in the works that we, we're definitely going to be working with Game Day Esports on. We'll love to bring Polydos in on that as well. Um, you know, we, we've got some other professional teams that we may be able to get involved in as well. I'm just going to keep everything like that under the rug where you can't understand you won't know but uh, a lot of secrets but you know just just be just be on the lookout as far as kind of like what we're what we're going to be doing because it's going to be we're going to be making a lot of noise here in the next couple of months here all right that sounds exciting and jared at game day what what's on the horizon well uh as for game day we've uh we've pushed into the foray of individualized teams for specific brands we launched uh, team frisch this year which is partnered with uh, frisch's big boy and we're always looking to uh, develop into that further uh we're we've got a lot of things up in the air right now with a, a bunch of different brands some specifically local to uh the cincinnati area um as well as we've got one very big project that we're hoping to have launched around halloween which i'm not allowed to talk about hey, do i know about that one you might not even know about that one. i might though. not know about mm. that. wow mm. that's really top notch uh yeah. g5 <laughs> not g4 it's g5 classified. <laughs> i don't know about it <laughs> but uh we're we're constantly trying to innovate our not only our approach but our theory behind uh using like charles mentioned earlier about what is esports about using the digital marketing medium that uh, comes along with uh dealing with influencers and teams and and brands and all that encompassing thing within the in in industry and uh we're, we're just really excited to see where the future takes us and what we can accomplish within the space well one of the things that i don't think that we capture aside from the inferno is how to get in touch with you all on social media where can everyone find you oh yeah absolutely um so it's on twitter on instagram on tiktok on facebook um vegas inferno everywhere at vegas inferno um, also our official website is lbinferno.com. If you want, if you just want to go to the main website, because we do have merchandise drops there every once in a while and stuff like that. As you can see, we had a champion drop just recently. Um, we'll be continuing doing some really cool drops there too. Um, some things I can't talk about. So, uh, um, so adding on to the secret pile of that too. So they can find us everywhere, uh, at Vegas Inferno. All right. And Polly Doge, how can we find you on social media? Oh my gosh, we are everywhere. <laughs> um, you can, uh, first First off, you we've got our website, it's just uh, polydoge.com, excuse me. And then, um, let's see, let me give you just like a couple of them, <laughs> not the full. Uh, also, can you spell, can you spell polydoge for everyone? Just oh yeah, absolutely. So polydoge is P-O-L-Y-D-O-G-E, so polydoge dot com there um you can find us on um twitter um uh just at polydoge um pretty much at polydoge everywhere instagram um facebook um you can get us on telegram as well at that same at uh that same uh 
handle. Jeez, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> no worries. Um, but yeah, is that, I think I covered most of our bases there. So um, you can also, you can email me directly at polydogeevents uh, at gmail.com if you uh, have any questions about the things that, that um, I'm doing with Polydoge or um, you can uh, get us all at hello at polydoge.com as well. So, And how can we reach you at Epion Games, Charles? Um, you can find us at, at Epion Gaming on Twitter. Um, and then our website is epiongm.com where you can find some information about us. Reach out to us if you got any questions or anything like that. We're also on Instagram at Epion Gaming. Uh, those are the three main things that you can find us on. Great. And Jarrett, game day, how can we reach you? Uh, as for Twitter, Instagram, I uh, believe TikTok, our handle is uh, Game Day Esports. And then our official website is gamedaypr.com. All right. And last but certainly not least, Virtual Reload, how can we find you? Uh, we are on uh, the web at virtualreload.com. Facebook and Twitch are the virtual reload. Instagram and Twitter are simply virtual reload. All right. Well, I can't thank you all enough for tonight's discussion. This is so far the largest panel that we've had. So uh, we've rolled out a number of exciting things on your end. And this is one of the exciting things that I can claim <laughs> that we've had the largest panel tonight. So thank you all so much. And to our new viewers and listeners, if you don't know about Blue Scorpion Reputation Management, please visit us online at bluescorpionrm.com. If you'd like to opt in to receive our weekly business tips, please text blue tips to 63975. Well, that does it for this evening. I am Kimberly M. Starks, accredited public relations practitioner and principal consultant of the specialist communications firm, Blue Scorpion Reputation Management. Again, I want to thank you, Charles. Thank you, Evan. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Jared. And thank you, Ron, for coming on tonight to talk about Warzone Tournament Brawl at the Bonfire. And one last time before we go, how can people register? Virtualreload.com slash brawl at the bonfire. All yeah. right. And there you have it. Well, you all have a great evening. And Brian, I will be reaching out to you. Please do. <laughs> all Thank right. You. Have a good Thank night. Thank you. Appreciate you it. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Thank you for having me. Thank you.